0: This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. In 2017, a young Sting Asistores came to the DZFE studio to share his remarkable music on the guitar. He soon flew to the United States, then went to Europe, where he spent time in France as a student at the École Supérieure Musique et Danse, hauts de France, the Netherlands and Spain. Now he is back in the country and the DZFE studio, ahead of his concert, Melodies Across Borders. He also returns with a new stage name. Sting is now Samuel Asistoris. He tells us why during the course of our interview, where he also talks about his time in Europe, the music he will perform, and what he is building up during this crucial period in his career. Before we get to our interview, here is Joselinang Baliwag. Welcome guitarist Samuel Asistores. Thank you, Samuel, for joining us on Maestro <laughs> Filipino. For our guests who remember, you've been here before. Back then, you were called Sting. Right. But now you've changed your stage name to something easier for the French tongue to pronounce.
1: Right. Well, I just I just hated how the French people said Sting. And it's just way too... It punctures my ears too much. And so I, I, I switched to Samuel because they, they say Samuel better.
0: I imagine it's a lot harder for them to understand when you introduce yourself. Uh, stink. Right. Uh, what is that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah. Speaking of Europe, well, since the pandemic, you've been there. So tell us about uh, what you've been doing. What um, developments? You know.
1: Oh, well, I've been competing. I've been studying. Yeah. I've been studying in Lille. First, I moved to France. I was staying in Paris. I got stuck there in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Then after the pandemic, I moved to Lille and I did two years there. Lille is, but by the way, it's like by the border of um, France and Belgium. It's an hour away from Paris. And so in between studying, I've, I've also been trying my luck out in competitions in the Netherlands and Spain recently. Well,
0: your luck has been quite favorable.
1: Once. Once. Yeah, <laughs> tell us about
0: that competition.
1: It, it's a competition in, I'm not saying this right, Groningen, north of the Netherlands. Uh, uh-huh. it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty cold up there. And um, yeah, the festival is really great. The competition, it was three rounds. I think it was 10 minutes, 15 minutes and 30 minutes in the final. I did it last time. A year before mm. and I literally bombed in the final and so I, I just wanted to, to come back and, and
0: you did come back with a vengeance yes yes mm-hmm.
1: second place it was just really unfortunate I didn't hear the the guy who won mm-hmm. I wish I did so I would feel a little better about yeah being and, second and uh, you know. know what you're up against <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I listened to some videos of him in Sika's in mm. on YouTube and I'm, I feel better about it Yeah, because <laughs> he's pretty good. I like, I like how he plays.
0: What are some of the more important things you've learned over there? Uh, how would you describe the guitar culture in France?
1: You get exposed to a really high level of playing mm-hmm. in schools. You can see kids playing. A, well, it really depends what you like, right? It depends on like where you are geographically, how you sound. There are different priorities depending where you live. For, for example, France, they're obsessed with tone. Whereas in Spain, I don't want to say they have bad tone, but like their, their tone is different. It's less warm. It's more projection based mm. and yeah.
0: On the ground, welcome back to Manila. Welcome back to the Philippines. <laughs> so what brings you back?
1: Well, family, yeah. uh, I haven't seen my family in like three and a half years. Mm. So um, it's been a while since so I've been wanting to come back for a while now too. And uh, yeah, my brother is taller than me now. Last I saw him, oh, i was smaller. Yeah, heavens. that hurt, that mm. hurt. And my, my dad lost weight. It's like.
0: <laughs> uh, not fair, huh? <laughs> yeah.
1: uh-huh. not fair.
0: Was it worth it coming back?
1: Definitely, okay. yeah. I miss the rice, <laughs> I miss the food. Oh my gosh, I've been eating just bread, cheese, and...
0: <laughs> right, well of course you're not just back in the Philippines, you're also back on stage. So tell us about this upcoming concert, whose idea was it?
1: At first, it was my parents, because mm. uh, we needed some money, some fundraising for, mm. for schooling for, for myself, and right, right. and of course my brother. And so we decided to like try to organize our own mm. concerts, and then okay. of course IPAV came along, Independent Philippine Art Ventures, yeah. and they helped us, and... Um, Basically, it was really my mother's idea to... to (laughs) Where would we be without (laughs) our
0: mothers? That was the Andy Entfanta and from Johann Kaspar Metz's Baden Klänge, performed by today's guest, guitarist Samuel Asistores. The meat of the concert, of course, is the music. So tell us about the music you'll be performing.
1: I'll be playing um, a very really varied program. It's mm. very diverse. There's some Spanish music, there's some modern music, and um, there's some romantic music, mm. and of course Bach. So yeah, these basically are the, is, is the repertoire that I'm working on. And my repertoire right now is really focused on, centered around a uh, competition repertoire. These are the pieces that I compete with. And these are the pieces that I like, that I identify
0: mm. with. But so Maybe you can tell us about a few of these, uh, why you like them. I take it Tosilino Baliwag is uh, right. the regular part of your repertoire. And it's the only Filipino piece that you play at the moment?
1: Yes. As a kid, I, I loved this song. And mm. so my friend Adric, he was organizing this concert for, I think it was... A fundraiser for... Uh, a presidential campaign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. And he, he requested some Filipino music. And so I looked up this song. I stumbled upon, of course, Jose Valdez's yeah, the transcription of it. Mm. And I just changed some stuff. Right. I hope he's okay with that. Well, what are some of the changes you've made? Just adding more, maybe more voices and some bass lines. I just wanted to fill it up and like be more legato, have it work out on the hand. So that's better.
0: what Samuel's story sounds like. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have a Mertz.
1: This is the one that I can't pronounce right. Of course, Merit is like the father of the romantic guitar. I would say he's very known now and at the time. Right. I guess he would be like the guy to go to if you're looking for romanticism in the guitar. Right, right, right. And of course, the guitar now is very different. The sound has also changed and Mm. like we can sound more like more sustained with more Mm. sustained, more projection, more like the piano. Mm. And so uh, we can have all these influences from Chopin and we can integrate that into the guitar today.
0: Finally, the Tanzman, mm-hmm. Hommage Chopin.
1: Yeah, I really love this piece because I was looking for this piece for my repertoire. I wanted like 15 minutes of rep. It's about 15 minutes, the whole thing, I think. 10 minutes, sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was looking for a 10-minute piece, and my I was looking on YouTube, and I stumbled upon Martin Dilla playing this piece. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the first pieces that I knew exactly what to do. Mm. As soon as I heard it. Really? and Well, what to do differently as right. soon as I heard it. And I never felt so sure. That feeling is like very rare. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me. Mm-hmm. Because I struggle to find pieces that I really like. And I feel very comfortable around playing. And this piece is very personal to me in a way.
0: Uh, it seems you always try to arrange things a little bit. Uh, what did you change about the Tanzman?
1: For me, it's it's not really a recognizable change. It's not like right, a, right, I changed right. some notes or... Yeah, yeah. yeah, but what probably changed is how I approached it and right. how I think as I play it. Because right. some people are, for example, being very uh, aggressive or very forte. Mm-hmm. I'm basically the opposite of that. I try to be more um, legato and try to be more speaking right. and phrasing. Yeah,
0: That's something you also did with the Valdez. So I imagine that's right. something you do at large.
1: Yeah, letting go of the time. But... <laughs> I should not do that. I should stick to the rhythm for sure.
0: Where did that come from? Your proclivity, as it were, towards legato playing? Yeah. I
1: guess it came from Javier Hara. He won the GFA in 2016. And when I heard his final, I was like, I need to sound like this guy. It sounded mm. like a piano. And I was like obsessed with it. And I never heard anybody else playing like that. Mm. So yeah, he's he's still my idol up to the
0: day. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of looking up idols, I think that's an important part of how you're building your repertoire. So tell right. us about that process. How are you doing it?
1: Former a repertoire for the competition a lot of things come into play yeah, yeah. and so it depends on how you want to approach how you want to win mm-hmm. of course who the winner will be will depend on the taste of the judges yeah, yeah. But, but, but you present
0: your best foot forward yeah.
1: right right best foot forward either would it be technique or expression or right. how, how you would charisma yeah charisma <laughs> it, it depends it depends man and so uh, I really liked how Javi executed his final and he won by being himself and being as legato as possible. Like, I, 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 I don't know. And, and there's this character that he has that he brings into each piece that you know that it's him. Mm-hmm. It's him playing. You, you can hear other people do that too, but it is my taste. And so looking for a piece, it was hard for me to find pieces that I like compared to like players that I like. And mm-hmm. so I just started to listen to the players that I that I love. Mm-hmm. Marchandilla, David Russell, Javier Hara, and what they play. Mm-hmm. And so I just started with that, try to copy what they do mm-hmm. and um, try to sound like them. I mm-hmm. mean, jazz players do this all the time. They do transcriptions and try to sound like uh, Coltrane or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. It might be useful for some of our younger listeners. I think that pretty much answers your plans for the foreseeable future, but maybe a few words about that. I imagine you'll continue competing, continue studying.
1: Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. I'll, be, I'll be trying to compete bigger, bigger competitions because it's a really good way to jumpstart your career abroad. Thank you.
0: That was guitarist Samuel Asistores in the third movement of Alexander Tanzman's Hommage à Chopin. The work features in his upcoming concert, Melodies Across Borders, mounted by Philippine Independent Art Ventures, and Alliance Française de Manille. The concert happens August 24, Thursday, 6.30 p.m. at the Alliance Française Makati. Asistores then performs again on August 29, Tuesday, 6 p.m. at the Justado Makapagal Hall, U.P. Diliman. For more information, contact 0917-808-2133 or send an email to ipavinc at gmail.com. That is all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 12 noon, the following Sunday, 12 midnight, and lastly, the next Thursday at 8 in the evening. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel, and thank you for listening.